Welcome to the Live Your True Essence podcast. I am your fun-loving host, Rose Santiago, author, speaker, and entrepreneur, super excited to bring you the secrets that will empower your mind, bring balance to your body, and enlighten your spirit. Are you ready to take the challenge and take your life to the next level of mastery? Are you ready to unlock your hidden potential and explore what's possible for you? If your answer is yes, then crank up that dial because you are about to experience impactful and unimaginable mind-blowing techniques to supercharge your life so you can crush it and kick ass every time. Listen to incredible stories and powerful insights from leaders with integrity-based human influence who want to help you jumpstart your path to setting new intentions. If you are ready to evolve into the true essence you were meant to be, then join me on my podcast and begin learning to see what you don't see about the fun, abundance, and magic you can create in your own life. From inspirational quotes to interviews with master warriors and from experts on mindfulness, nutrition and exercise, self-care and spirituality to doses of empowerment, you won't want to miss experiencing massive value you can put into action in your life starting now. Tune in to your new frequency where you will discover great opportunities and learn small distinctions that will exponentially increase your level of mastery. So get ready to propel your business and life to another stratosphere. And remember to subscribe to my podcast today and begin your journey towards living your true essence in mind, body, and spirit. And now, fasten your seatbelt and get ready to personally be impacted with today's episode. Welcome, welcome to the Live Your True Essence podcast. I am so excited that you're here and ready to create some real magic with me. Thank you, because I know whether you are in a stage in your life where you need to start over or whether you are looking to create new possibilities in your world or want to expand on what you are already doing, you are here and it is here that you will be starting out your mornings by taking zone action because as the creator of your own life, you are the master in charge of the positive and even negative outcomes. That's why I am here to help guide you and share examples of how you can radically turn things around and prepare your life forward. I am here to inspire you, but not just to inspire you with words so that afterwards you forget them. It's more than that. It's showing you how to create systems in your life that can put you in a place right now to better achieve your goals faster and just feel great about where you are at this moment. It matters much to just sit in gratitude for all the good that you have today. And you know, it feels more wonderful to just dance our way to our goals instead of randomly doing certain things and expecting quick results, doesn't it? Believe me, 
I was there stuck in feelings of overwhelm because I had so much on my plate. But let me impart a little secret with you. It's in those times that many things can get shoved aside and feelings of failure can begin to creep up. So this is the time to step into your self-mastery and reflect on the most important moves you need to make to accelerate your progress and not hinder it to feel happy in the space of where you are and to change what's not working in that space. So here you are ready to co-create with me. Let me help you maximize and monetize what is available to you here on the Live Your True Essence show. Okay, now it's time to introduce you to my next guest. Again, thank you for being here and for allowing me to share with you the real love and joy it is for me to bring you powerful ways you can evolve towards living the most authentic expression of who you are. And that is what's present for me. So without further ado, let's welcome my next guest. He is most notably known for and at the core of his highest level of gratitude is his wholehearted commitment to his family and life balance. While creating his professional successes, he coached and attended virtually all of his three children's more than 1,000 sporting events and activities over the past 15 years. He is an entrepreneur, national speaker, philanthropist, one of America's top trial attorneys, online personality and creator of various peak performance technologies. Oh, and he's a legally blind warrior and adventurer. He has created unique successes over the last 23 years and has publicly spoken more than a thousand times to audiences that are consistently shocked to see what they didn't see in their lives, careers, and businesses. In addition, he is the founder and president of his own law firm, a more than 100 plus team with offices in five states, founder of his own charitable foundation, which he funded upfront with a personal donation of over seven figures, founder of his investment company, plus training and development, which empowers and co-creates results that fulfill dreams through his unparalleled breakthrough technologies. He is also the founder and chief visionary officer of Unblinded Sales Mastery and is now on a mission to influence influencers to merge ecosystems. So one plus one equals a trillion relationships. The brilliance of my next guest, who has created a sales formula that has taken over 23 years to develop to take you from hello to yes through integrity-based human influence and who knows that influence is a superpower will blow your mind. He understands that through the unblinded formula, the world can be an even greater place. Please join me in welcoming an amazing soul and co-creator, Mr. Sean Callagy. Hello and welcome to Live Your True Essence. I am so excited and honored to welcome Sean Callagy. 
And uh, hello, Sean, how are you today? Rose, uh, I'm doing, uh, I'm grateful. I'm doing great and I appreciate you and thanks for having me here. Thank you so much, Sean. I know today, I want everyone today to take notes. This is gonna be amazing. All the beautiful golden nuggets that you're gonna give and this is just a beautiful time and I'm honored to have you here, Sean. Well, it's my honor, Rose, and you are straight up rock star, warrior, lunatic. We'll get into that in a little bit, but <laughs> loving what you're doing. And so thankful for being here. Awesome. Awesome. And my first question to you, Sean, is who is Sean Callagy? So thank you. Um, I guess that guy um, is somebody who loves people, who is uh, fiercely determined and competitive, um, believes in um, human soul, possibility, faith, acceleration. Um, yeah. And did I say wildly competitive? Uh, in a beautiful <laughs> Absolutely. And, lo and loves team, like loves team. I grew up with so many incredible people in my family is team, on my high school sports team is team, uh, Cali Law is team, Unblinded is team, we're a team, you know, so I just love working together with people to make incredible things happen. That is Beautiful, beautiful. And thank you for that. And Sean, and just, I would love to take you back just for a little bit. And I want to talk about how you began having this idea of being, um, wanting to create something like unblinded. Um, and where did that come from? <laughs> You know, it came my whole uh, the first part, the earlier part of my life. Um, I was so I was 11 years old and we moved from one town to another in northern New Jersey. And I had been elected class president in the town that we had moved from right before we moved. And so, you know, I was 11 years old. I was like felt so good and had so many great friends and. And then we moved to a whole new town and 11 is a kind of tough time to restart your life. And Rose, I was, uh, as you know, I'm um, blind and we, we share our visual dynamics. And uh, at that time I was wearing glasses that tinted because my light, my eyes were sensitive to the sun. And so when I moved to the new town, you know, it was, uh, it was challenging because the kids would kind of tease me and make fun of the fact that I had sunglasses on and, you know, they weren't really sunglasses. They were like light to dark tint but it was a lot to adjust to. So, um, you know, when um, a couple of years, took me like two years to adjust and I was pretty introverted during those two years and athletics were, were a huge part of that adjustment phase. And I had a wonderful family. I didn't have money, but I had a ton of love. And then I had these incredible coaches by the time I had high school and these unbelievable teammates. And so after I graduated, um, from college and was, you know, going blind and just the beginning stages of my visual um, impairment uh, kept me from getting drafted and playing professional baseball. I was captain of the Columbia University baseball team, four-year starter, and I had to begin a transition um, during law school. And I don't share this part of the story very often. I coached junior football um, all during that time. And my mission during that time, you know, um, was to replicate and pass on what I had learned as an athlete growing up in Emerson High School, small public high school. It was this unbelievable community mentors and I wanted to pass that along and keep that tradition alive. So in uh, my first year of law school, second year of law school, third year of law school, 
Um, and then even after law school, I coached seventh and eighth grade junior football with a couple of my buddies from high school. And yes, the unblinded world has a lightning bolt on. And we were, we were straight up loving lunatics. We love these kids. Like our coaches loved us, but we told them the truth and we confronted and we worked hard and it was crazy. And so, um, when that was done and I went on, uh, to become an attorney, um, go to law school, uh, not become an attorney to have a law degree. I don't identify myself as an attorney. Um, yes, I am a lawyer. I mean, I have a law license, but I don't identify yeah. myself. As yeah. And so yeah. I just wanted to like replicate that sense of team, that sense of chemistry, that sense of being a part of something that I had found in my family and through these athletic teams as an Emerson Cavo, where the, the Cavalier is short in Cavo. And when I started building my own law firm, uh, quit my job, you know, and that piece of, of my story, uh, one of the scariest things I ever did, I wanted to create my own world because in the outside world, my buddies from high school and I would say, like, they just, they just don't get it. They just don't get it. Now, it was a little blame and judgment in that, you know, yes, there was. But what I might reframe it to is they were, they were blind, you know, in, in a lot of their behaviors, as we all are, but just generally about work ethic, love, compassion, integrity, fire. And I wanted to recreate that. And then once I found the world of personal development and began building my own law firm, um, I wanted to not only create it in my own law firm, I eventually wanted to go on and pass it along to other people how to get the results they wanted. So I'll pause there. Yeah. But yeah, it was like high school. It was personal development, putting all this together. And I'm like, I want to build this structure and I want to teach coach as I had done as a 22-year-old. So back to yeah. yours. So, Sean, l listening to what you're saying, you started out as a kid with glasses and kids didn't, you know, they, they, they use that. You know how kids are, you know, when, when you're young and there's something different about you, there's always that whole, you know, either it's bullying, either it's making fun, right? And yeah. you started with that and then you moved on to being in sports, which I, I want to get to that in a sec, but being in sports then going and coaching sports and going to law school, getting yourself into self-development. Now, now let me ask you, so, and, and another thing you mentioned, teamwork, right? Team, be, you know, being a part of a team. Did that scope from what happened when you were younger, that, that whole sense of wanting to belong, wanting to be a part of something? How was how that? Um, you know, how did that come to, to your mind when you were older and wanting that team, that sense of team? Yeah. You know, so thank you. Um, my parents got divorced when I was very young, when I was uh, about one year old and I didn't have any, um, sibling with my dad and my sister, um, you know, we share our mom in common, wasn't born for about eight and a half years. So during my childhood, um, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, it was a lot of time alone and a lot of time, you know, creating games and having fun and really being there with my thoughts. And when I found my high school athletic teammates, it was this like brotherhood. It wasn't like a brotherhood. It was a brotherhood. And it was an unbelievable feeling of closeness. And the way that Emerson was set up, it wasn't just like, you know, rah, rah, macho football guys. I mean, we were definitely rah-rah, um, but the whole school was rah-rah. Like we were the WPLJ radio station high school team of the week. And WPLJ had a huge reach in New York and New Jersey. It was, you know, massive radio program back in the day when I was in high school. And 
it was like, we were so proud of it. It was a we and we and we and we and we. And I always wanted to replicate that we with people, you know, and I had a privilege of, of having some really cool and awesome things happen um, as an athlete um, and honors that I achieved. But the things that I appreciated always most were the things we did as a team, always. And so that just was present for me, the family structure that I had with my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, but they were older. And then this brotherhood and sisterhood that was created at Emerson High School, where it was this, this such a unique place, the teachers, the, the athletic coaches, the students, it wasn't perfect, nothing's ever perfect, but it was this unbelievably unique place of camaraderie, spirit, pride, love, competitiveness. And that just was like, it was intoxicating. It was resonant, you know, it was magical. And I wanted to continue to recreate that in my life um, and create my own world like that, not for me, but just to experience that again. And yeah, so that's what it was about. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. So you have this sense of team, team having a team around you and just feeling that not only did you belong, but you were, you had this sense of, of doing something incredible at the time. And how did that evolve into you wanting to start your own business or businesses? How did that evolve into that? So thanks, Rose. Um, you know, I didn't know anything about business in at all. You know, I knew sports um, and I, I definitely knew leadership. You know, I was captain of the Columbia University baseball team, and I was just modeling the incredible leaders um, that I grew up with. You know, Coach Larry Ennis, my high school baseball coach and one of my mentors, he was called a mentor by Bill Parcells, the two-time Super Bowl winning coach of the Giants, uh, when Coach Ennis passed away. So Coach Ennis passed away, and he has a, this unbelievable leader, Bill Parcells, say that Coach Ennis was one of his mentors. And I had the privilege of having this man as my mentor and other incredible people like Stan Woods, my high school wrestling coach is the winningest wrestling coach in the history of the state of New Jersey. My freshman high school football coach, Coach Slazak, and so many others, Eddie the Ford, Eddie the Five Ford, all these people imparted into me, imparted into our groups and our structures, right? And so when I graduated from, um, from law school and I got my job, I entered a space that was nothing like that. These weren't bad people, but it was nothing like that. And I was like, I, I felt lost. I, I didn't feel like I was in a space where people cared about my development, that they cared about the future. My coaches, like you felt the urgency. Like I felt some people there wanted to use me, but I didn't feel that they were teaching me things to free my future. And so I'm like, yeah, this is not working for me. And then um, I started reading Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins in 1997. Oh, I love that book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was going to, I was on the verge of, I knew I was going to quit that job. And I was going to go back to teach high school and coach football and baseball. The, the challenge was I was going to go blind. I knew that, right? And I knew that I had $100,000 of debt from law school. And I knew that um, a teacher and a coach didn't make a lot of money. And I knew I was going to go blind. I'm like, am I going to be able to coach and teach when I'm blind? Plus, I don't have money. And so I felt like I was stuck between having to choose between happiness and money. And then in reading Awaken the Giant Within by Tony, 
I realized I didn't have to make that choice. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to quit my job. And I started reading Jay Abraham and Jerry Spence and um, the book, How to Make a Fortune from Public Speaking. And I started looking at life very differently. And I said, I'm going to start my own law firm. I'm going to create the world like I had it, you know, growing up in, in high school football and high school athletics. And I'm going to go out and yeah, I'm going to create this world. So the, the creation of my business was really in the beginning, a test of personal development and attempt to recreate everything that I had experienced as a high school athlete in terms of being together and advancing. And to this day, one of my, my buddies from high school football, he and I still work together, um, you know, at, in the unblinded in Calgary law, Tom Flanico. And yeah, it, it, it was a desire to recreate that. And Tom and I were two of the best players in the team. In fact, Tom's our best player. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. And so it, it started moving you towards uh, wanting to start uh, doing something different because you were, if I'm listening to you, you were in a law firm, but you were not feeling that team, that team feeling that you had in sports. Um, and you wanted to create something that, that had, that included that team, that teamwork, working with a team. Um, so, so a question that I have though, before you get into the, uh, getting into the whole, the unblinded, you know, when, you know, the experience that we had when we were in the, in your, in the home of your grandparents, which is yeah. by the way, a most beautiful moments that we shared and how you took us back there. I just want to hear about that and how the influence of your grandparents, what that meant to you in creating everything that you created. And I just want you to talk a little bit about that time in your life. Thank you, Rose. Thank you. Um, so my parents got divorced when I was one. And my dad stayed very much involved in my life. Um, and, and at the same time, you know, my parents had to work. So I started staying with my, um, my mom's parents that you met in Long Beach Island and my dad's mom. And, the, and there was no other, I was the only uh, great grandchild for my great grandparents, the only grandchild for my grandparents on both sides and the only child. And so it developed, we developed this incredibly unique bond and they didn't have money, but they sold their primary residence in Jersey City rented a small place and bought a house to rent out during the summer on Long Beach Island that you were in, Rose. Yes. Along with the, the incredible unblinded elite family. And I would go there as a child. They brought it when I was five. And so they would take me there on weekends. And it would be just my grandmother, uh, my grandfather who was blind, and, and I. And I didn't have the privilege of going there during the summer because they had to rent it out during the summer to pay the mortgage. And so my grandfather and I, though, during the winter, the fall, the spring, we go out and collect firewood on the beach. Um, he would, you know, the lightning bolt on this hat originates with pop. When I talk about Zeus energy, the first thing I think about in Zeus energy is my grandfather and my high school coaches as well, but he was fire and he was love and he was love. And so in fact, you know what, this lightning bolt should probably have a heart wrapped around it when the lightning bolt across. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting new branding. I just thought of it for the first time. Right? Really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, it, that's what, he, what he, he was and still represents. So when I'd be in that house, um, and, and this is a no 
disrespect to my parents in any way, but I never really felt at home. Um, yeah. I never really felt at home. Um, in, you know, we moved when I was 11 to the new town I told you, and I, I came to love that town, but somehow I just never felt like truly settled in at home anywhere except my grandparents' house, right? Seven Webster Avenue in Long Beach Island, New Jersey. And that home that you're in is my home, is our family home and my heart and soul. And what I saw there was what love looked like. Not perfect, but what love looked like. And my grandmother and my grandfather endlessly and continuously just wanted family together there. And my grandfather passed away. Um, I said, and I, I had the privilege of reading his eulogy. And I said, if everybody in the world could know what it feels like on a Friday night after driving two hours from Northern New Jersey down the Garden State Parkway to Long Beach Island and crossing the bridge and listening to Bruce Springsteen and driving down the island and turning on to Webster and pulling up to seven Webster where my grandfather Pop was waiting. Door open, standing by the door. And to get a hug from him walking that door and what that felt like for my entire life, if the world could feel what that felt like, the world would be a much, much different place. And that's what that house means to me. And I'm so privileged and honored, Rose, that you were there and everybody was there to share that. And that's that energy is what we're carrying forward in the blinded as well. Yeah. And I and I and I feel that I, I'm just sitting here imagining that your your grandfather standing at the door with so much love and and that Zeus energy. And, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm sure it's a precious memory to you, um, which a lot of times our certain family members can make us feel that way. Because I felt like that with my grandmother. She was a special woman in my life, a force in my life that gave me so much courage because of the amazing things she did. And so I, I, I just feel that, that power, which is beautiful, and that love. I could ask, what did you call your grandmother? Abuela. 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 Yes, Abuela. Abuela. Yes, she was a beautiful soul. I know she's with me always. Um, and so, yes, and this, this place when we were there was just amazing because you could feel that beautiful energy in that home. And I, and I, I felt just how precious that place was to you just by the words that you were speaking that day. How did, how did you feel just to be in there with, I think, 60 people? <laughs> <laughs> What, how would you describe those for you with the energy, collective energy felt like? Oh my goodness. It was, it was a, a palpable energy. Um, I felt so much love in that place and so much, it, it just, it just felt so powerful and so loving. Just the two emotions that I felt strongly when I was there. Um, you know, just knowing, you know, when you were talking about the painting behind you um, yeah. and, and how you were describing that. And how you were talking about the moments in that room and the and the times when you were there and how you would go to that home just to be alone, even sleeping there, to just capture that energy to make to help you to help you move on with the mission that you have, which is what I want to talk about next. The mission that you have when you when you when you are when you were creating Unblinded and all throughout this whole time that you would go there just to get that strength. Is, that, is that really what yeah. you did? So to this day, 
Yeah. I, I would all those years. And to this day, you know, I'm privileged to have uh, a number of beach homes myself for my kids and future generations to replicate, you know, what my grandparents created for our overall family. And my, my home is about 200 yards away from my grandparents. And I'll just walk over and I'll sit on the swing. Um, yeah. where I sat with my grandmother and my grandfather and I'll just sit and I'll think, I'll resolve things. I'll walk down to the bay where we all went together. Yes, I remember I'll just that. Sit down there. You know, and I, I spent a lot of time in the ocean on the other side, but I'll go down to the bay. I'll sit inside my grandparents' house and there's that wall that you referenced rows of pictures with my grandmother and grandfather, you know, and a painting in the middle from when they got yes. married. And like my wow. great grandparents, my cousins, their kids, like, four generations um, all over that wall uh, in our family. And it is such a sacred space for me. Uh, can't, you know, I, I could never overstate it. And my grandparents were the original source of personal development in my life. And I joked around that day, they'd be like, this Tony Robbins guy, you like the Tony <laughs> Robbins. Oh, he's just copying like Dale Carnegie and Norman Vincent Peale. Like, no, no, he's like amazing. He's unbelievable. Like, oh, come on. Like, and then my, my grandmother passed away. Um, in, in her nineties, she still had Norman Vincent Peale's, um, book on her nightstand. Wow. So I was so blessed by, by all their thinking and the yeah. heart passion. So thank you. Yeah. And you know, she was even reading it into her nineties, wasn't she? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> there. It's still on her nightstand to this minute. It Imagine is still that. That's she incredible. More than two years ago, but it was, it was always there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah incredible. And, and, and just to, to um, take you to a point in your life where there was someone, uh, I remember you were talking about your uncle and how there was a conversation between you and him in terms of business and how he didn't want you to do uh, something that you weren't ready for. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I know that leads also yeah. into Unblinded. So yeah. yeah. So I often talk about, um, I was the first person in my direct family line to go to college. Um, meaning parents, grandparents, great-grandparents. Um, but in the indirect line, my Uncle Jimmy and my godfather did go to college, and his story is remarkable and eventually became a retina surgeon, hoping to cure our eye condition. His life was taken in a car accident that he's rear-ended by a tractor trailer. Heartbreaking, most traumatic moment of my entire life. Story for a different day. But my Uncle Jimmy, who was the, the picture of success that I could look at in the world, um, my Uncle Jimmy, um, told me when I was going to quit my job and start my own law firm, he said, don't do it. He said, you're not ready. And imagine Rose and everybody out there when the one person who took, he took all the risks. He, he broke all the rules as far as, you know, not getting a job and going on to uh, medical school and incurring debt and you know, everything he did. Right. And that person who you respect so much tells you you're not ready. Yeah. And what Zeus energy says though, is I knew I was, and I loved him. I honored him. I still do. I respect him. And I said, uncle Jim, you know, I, I love you, but I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And so it was one of the most challenging moments in the world. Cause I felt like nobody believed in me. I mean, they believed in me overall, right. But they didn't believe in what I was doing and starting my own law firm. And um, that was one of the scariest and most alone times I've ever felt in my in entire life. And I felt sometimes alone and it was, it was incredibly scary. Yeah. 
That's that's incredible. And and the fact that he said you weren't ready, but you said you were ready. Why why did you know that you were absolutely ready in that moment? What made you believe that? I mean, to just be direct and not be falsely humble because I I we were we were so we were taught so many things that aren't true. We're taught in everything that we do. Right. Not not because people are trying to hurt us, but they're, they have their own stories. Right. I'm sure. So we were taught in law school that, you know, you go get a job, you work for a big law firm. It takes you eight to 10 years to be ready to be a lawyer, you know, to practice on your own. But if you look back historically, Rose and everybody, you know, in the law, uh, 50 years ago, people just came out of law school and started their own law firm or maybe they apprenticed for a year, you know, yeah. and this whole dynamic of waiting for eight years and 10 years. Uh, is really an economic model of suppression. And so how did I know? I knew because I knew what I did in um, moot court, like competitions in law school. And I knew my influencing skills. And when I came out and started talking to people in the firm, I knew they couldn't out influence me. And when I began to see their writing, I knew I was a better writer than almost all of them. And so, um, I realized very quickly that there's nothing, nothing basically that these people have to teach me. And I knew I had a lot to learn, but I didn't see any place there I was going to learn it in a meaningful way or what I, I needed to learn. And so um, for me, um, I just looked around and said, I can out influence these people. I can write with them. So meaning like literally writes like W R I T. <laughs> yeah. So, so what am I, what am I here for? Like there's nothing here for me other than a paycheck. And that, I needed that paycheck in a big way, right? I had $100,000 loans, but I knew I was ready because I could just comparatively see my skill sets and I wasn't going to lie to myself and pretend I didn't see what I saw. And that's how I knew. Wow, incredible. And all of these things, Sean, that you were learning through the years, the teamwork, the love, the example of your grandparents, um, all of these things that you were being unblinded to, seeing what you didn't see before, but you were starting to see, getting in that place where you knew you started a law firm, okay? Mm -hmm. You started succeeding in that law firm, and then what? Yeah, so uh, to get to succeeding took a lot. Um, and I was scared every day and wanted to quit for the first year. Um, but then I couldn't believe the acceleration that began to happen. And that's when I started to create the formula because I saw that a lot of people were not getting the results they wanted in the space of personal development. And I wanted to figure out a formula to make all that happen. And so I began to accelerate. And uh, I, it turned into, uh, I, I co-created with incredible people, but leading, driving, sole equity holder, these, all these folks were employees. I, I had 40 employees in a little under two years. And all of a sudden I bought a beach house that cost, I bought my prior, primary residence, bought a beach house that cost triple what my primary residence did, and then bought a primary resi residence that cost my beach house did. And all this stuff was happening in like a, a two, uh, two to three year period. And, I, and I'm like, how is this possible? And it was because there's a formula for how we create our success and how we create our acceleration. And it just worked. And I was, Rose, I was in shock. <laughs> and, and the thing that was the Imagine. most present, the thing that was most present for me I'm like, if this can happen, why aren't we learning this? Why did I go to Columbia University, 
and go to law school and nobody told me this. And I want to share this with people because I don't want people to suffer. I learned growing up watching my, my family uh, until my uncle later succeeded, you know, when he was older. Um, I was like, you know, it's so hard to make money and rich people are bad and all these things. And I'm like, this just isn't true. And so I was like, yeah, well, let's go get it. So that's what was happening for me. And yeah, and those disempowering beliefs is why a lot of people stay stuck. And, and Sean, you know, I know that uh, we're running out of time, but I just want to really, I really want to show people out there that are um, in, they're, they're stuck, they're feeling stuck. They're not sure where to go right now. They're not sure, maybe they have a business, maybe their business is not accelerating, or maybe they don't have a business but wanna do something new because they don't have a job right now. Um, yep. What could you tell these people that right now you, you have this amazing, amazing movement on Blinded, which is absolutely helping so many people to transform their lives and not only that, but transform their businesses. What can you tell them to help them start doing something right now that could completely uh, change their lives? Well, thanks, Rose. Um, the, the first thing that I would tell people is that influence is a superpower. Influence is a superpower. The second thing, and it's attainable. And it's the only attainable superpower that you can create, I think, in this world. You can't make yourself a thousand times stronger so you could pick up a car, right? But you can attain the superpower of influence. And it's a lot more important to be able to have the superpower of influence than even super strength. So any superpower you can have influences the superpower and it's actually attainable, number one. Number two, that superpower is rooted in loving people unconditionally, unconditionally with boundaries. My high school coaches loved me and they told me the truth. And sometimes that was hard to hear. And sometimes they told it to me, uh, not so quietly. So loving people is telling people the truth and helping people create breakthroughs and acceleration. So loving people and, and caring enough to listen and to hear them and to care about them and to know who they are, where they're going and what they need. And finally, there's a place for you to learn that superpower and what to do with it. And that place is unblinded. And Rose, I wasn't kind of communicating that way even a month or two ago, but I'm going to stop hiding and I'm, I'm not going to minimize. Oh, yeah. You want to learn the superpower of influence? It's here. It's here. And what to do with it? It's here. And so that's what I would share with people, Rose. Absolutely. And it's an incredible formula. It has helped me tremendously and is helping me to grow exponentially and in business I know it's rocking and it's going to be rocking even harder very shortly. So this has been great. And, and Sean, right now, just one final, final question I want to ask you. Yeah. How do you feel about Unblinded today and where are you taking that Unblinded in the future? Thank you. So how I feel about Unblinded today, and I said it on a group call uh, this afternoon. It wasn't your group, Rose. It was a different group. Yes. It was asked um, something uh, somewhat similar. And I said, I feel so grateful because what's happening is exponential acceleration. And how I know there's exponential acceleration is because people are starting to ask for other people in the movement. 
people like yourself, Rose, are rising. And we're here as influencers, influencing influencers to merge ecosystems for one plus one equals a trillion relationships to make the world an even greater place. You're one of those people, Rose. You're amazing. And there's so many amazing people that are growing and amplifying. And as everybody grows and amplifies, we all grow and amplify as an ecosystem. So I am present to the unbelievable feeling of team, of family, of acceleration, of fun, competitive dynamics in a healthy way, just like my high school athletic teams. You know, you competed for your starting job and you rooted for each other and you tackled each other hard and you tried to hit pitches off of each other and strike people out and you wrestled off, right? So my best friends I wrestled against for who would start varsity. And that's what it looks like that you're in integrity, you're loving, you're growing. It's not, it's, it's merit, meritocracy, it's acceleration, it's not politics, it's not holding people down. And I'm so proud and where this is going is where it's going is and I know we win. When I'm sitting in the last row of the upper deck of a 80,000 person stadium outside and somebody's on that stage and maybe that's somebody's you Rose, but that somebody's <laughs> not me. And I'm sitting in the last row of the upper deck and nobody even knows I'm there. And while that person's on stage and they're influencing that entire arena of people, there's thousands of other people across the globe teaching the unblinded formula, formula the Calgary results formula to people everywhere, to sports teams of kids, to executives changing the world, disrupting politics in the media, growing law firms and accounting firms and businesses everywhere in rooms of two and three people to hundreds and thousands. All of that's happening at the same time. And then I know we win. Oh, absolutely credible. Absolutely, absolutely possible. And that is such an amazing, well said, Sean. It's an amazing ending to this great show, Live Your True Essence. I'm so, so honored that you were here today sharing these beautiful golden nuggets with us. And I so appreciate you, Sean. And it's just, just listening to you is always such a, an amazing pleasure. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I'm honored. It's a privilege. And you are a straight up rock star. Your resilience, your relentlessness, your caring, your urgency, your aggression, your heart, all that is present. I'm proud of you. And just keep making sure, keep making sure that you're taking not just action, that you're creating acceleration, monetization in the beautiful integrity you have, and expanding everything that you're doing continuously. The world needs you, Rose. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you very much. That's, that, that felt very heartfelt for me. Thank you. You're going to make me cry, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Rose. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. If you want to have the deepest understanding and implementation of influence, process, and self-mastery, if you want to merge ecosystems at the highest level instead of networking through referrals, if you want to be part of a private community that collaborates together to share and grow, and you want to train to be the best salesman or saleswoman with mastery of integrity-based influence instead of associating sales with pressure, insecurity, and letdown, then Sean Callagy and the Unblinded 
Unblinded formula can help take you there. Connect with Unblinded by going to unblindedmastery.com. Check out how Sean Callagy is leading leaders to create more money in less time and with more magic by going to the Unblinded YouTube channel at youtube.com slash unblindedmastery. You can also find out more about Unblinded on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Step into the true leader and hero that you are by learning to see what you don't see about the fun, magic, and frictionless way to do business. have. It's all that gives them hope. You're the answer, son. You're the answer to are we alone in the universe. I don't want to be. And I don't blame you, son. It'd be a huge burden for anyone to bear. But you're not just anyone, Clark, and I have to believe that you were... that you were sent here for a reason. All these changes that you're going through, one day, one day you're gonna think of them as a blessing, and when that day comes, you're gonna have to make a choice. A choice of whether to stand proud in front of the human race or not. Can I just keep pretending I'm your son? You are my son. You will give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards. I never wanted this world to have you. They'll race behind you. Be their hero, Clark. They will stumble. Be their monument, be their angel. Be anything they need you to be. They will fall. Or be none of it. You don't owe this world a thing. They will join you in the sun, Cal. In time, you will help them accomplish wonders. This man is not our enemy. Oh, there he is. Fight back! I let my father die because I trusted him. Because he was convinced that the world was not ready. What do you think? 
sometimes you have to take a leap of faith first. You let them handcuff you. Wouldn't be much of a surrender if I resisted. The trust part comes later. I'm here to help. But it has to be on my own terms. And you have to convince Washington of that. Even if I were willing to try, what makes you think they'd listen? I don't know, General. Guess I'll just have to trust you. Inspirational quote of the day. Start your morning off with an inspirational quote to help set your intention on the magic, the abundance, and the momentum you want to create on this day. Here's a quote from the former president of the United States, Ronald Reagan. He says, there are no constraints on the human mind, no walls around the human spirit, no barriers to our progress, except those we ourselves erect. Thank you for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and will join me next time where I will share more content and bring more amazing guests to help you on your personal journey to transformation. Please share with anyone you wish to support that can benefit from what you heard and experienced on today's podcast. If you want to learn more ways on how to unlock the secrets to increasing positive change in your life, check out my book, Live Your True Essence. Learn 12 secrets that will empower your mind, balance your body, and enlighten your spirit. Available on Amazon and bookstores everywhere. Plus, do you want to uplift your mind, nourish your body, and soothe your soul? Then hop on over to mariposaessence.com, my online shop where you will discover holistic and aromatherapeutic self-care products to help support your beauty and wellness needs. And don't forget to subscribe to my email by going to rosesantiago.com and receive a free copy of my recipe book, Organic and Natural Recipes for Your Personal Pleasure. You will also be the first to get in on what I'm up to and more juicy scoops I will bring to you to keep you hungry for more because I believe in you. Tune in on your new favorite frequency, the Live Your True Essence podcast, and be sure to subscribe so you can never miss upcoming episodes. This is your fun, loving host, Rose Santiago, signing off. Until next time, be authentic and love yourself first. Adios for now.